Neil Wilson is the founder and director director of the Ottawa International Writers Festival. Welcome to the Bibliophile. Thank you. Good to be here. Neil, you clearly have a love of literature and poetry and Irish poetry. We were just talking about Beckett and your whole persona took on a new life when you were talking about reading Beckett's mm. outside of Dublin with your brothers. Well, my mother was born in Ireland and I was raised in Ireland and I, and I grew up. We didn't have a lot of books in the house, but uh, we had the radio and we had uh, storytelling. It was certainly very common every weekend to be sitting around the fire and listening to these old people, considered old at the time, sitting around the fire singing and telling these stories and uh, my mother was a great storyteller every halloween we'd have a, a, a halloween party at our place she'd get telling stories and i clearly remember some of the kids when it was time to go they they couldn't leave so i'd have to accompany them home because they were scared so yeah i grew up with that love of the story really it's a it's a love of the story and a love of the word you know, I know in Ireland, the first year we had the festival in 97, I really just wanted to bring some Irish writers over. And of course, you know, we had to make it into a festival to get uh, granting. So we, you know, we made it into a Canadian-Irish deal and then it blossomed from there. But it was really an excuse to bring over contemporary Irish poetry and writing. So... Ten years, almost ten, ten years ago, I guess, 19, 1997, you, uh, I remember seeing the, the promotion around it. That this was the largest grouping of Irish writers in one place outside of Ireland. That, 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 that's, that's how you put it, right? That's, that's what well, we were told. And so th this festival has evolved over, mm. the, over the years. And you've been scraping to get funding and sponsorship and kept it alive, which is in itself worthy of uh, admiration <laughs> but here we are, here we are uh, even though it's 2006 it's really the 10th one you've done this right? is their 10th well this is uh, well more than 10 festivals because in 2004 we started a spring edition oh, right. okay. so this is actually the 13th festival international festival but in the fall it'll actually be the 10th fall edition because okay. it started off as a fall festival which continued to get bigger and bigger and bigger and people were saying look at this is an ultra marathon it started off as a marathon yeah nobody could finish you mean marathon meaning what it took a couple of weeks or yeah it was just it was like a slog right right i mean it was a long time yeah people who bought passes you could see them burning out you know halfway through yeah and uh, we were burning out the intention is to do what we're doing in a sense you know although that's impossible but to create an environment where three writers one writer at a time whatever configuration can read from their stuff and then be interviewed and you feel like wow what it adds to obviously hugely to the experience of yeah. being listening to them talking about their their work and it's funny i interviewed a a, a lovely author a poet from india nair is her name last name and I read the, the poem and I thought it was a bit antiseptic and fa and then I asked her to read it and it was a completely different experience. She was in town recently. She was. I kicked myself all over this city because I missed her. Yeah it was a very interesting experience. I mean she, she brings in sort of a feminist 
flavor which I objected to into her work but after a discussion with her about it and this is again highlighting the the, the benefit of uh, uh, of attending and listening to, uh, to to authors about their work it just it gives you a whole new lease on it that you wouldn't have uh, that's yeah. what you're doing for people in Ottawa Neil well you see also um, I studied journalism you see, I mean, I think if we're looking at uh, circling around why uh, a writer's festival, since I can remember, I've been curious uh, with people. And so my dream uh, as a kid was to be a foreign correspondent in Moscow, uh, Stanley Burke. I don't know if you remember mm -hmm. the great Stanley Burke. Uh, great voice, yeah. So I studied journalism at uh, Carleton and... Uh, spent a couple of years doing news for radio and television and realized my goodness this is not the way to see the world if you like so you know jobs all over the place but always hovering around you know what we're doing now yeah. trying to get inside the head of somebody and so of course so, but let's go further then to get inside, the reason that we're doing this interview, that I'm talking to you, is I want to get the essence of what motivates you mm. in your life. What's the drive here? Is it the desire to connect with another human being who shares this experience on Earth, and we're both going to die? Mm. You've identified why you're doing this, this Writers' Festival, this connecting with, with authors. What is it that's making <coughs> you do it? Well... I'm, I'm an obsessive person, you know, an addictive, compulsive person. When I get focused on something, uh, it's very difficult to, to satisfy this craving. Uh, I'm convinced that we humans are capable of much, 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 much more, you know, as individuals and as species. And that's why I've pushed myself like I was part of a team that ran across Canada non-stop. The next uh, year we ran to New York City and joined a group of Americans and one of our team joined and they went around the United States non-stop. Relate that to what we're doing with the Writers' Festival. So you're, addict, you're an addictive personality, <laughs> you're pushing yourself yeah. to, to push yourself beyond yeah, where well, you're at right now. Where's the connection with connecting with a, with a writer then? Well, I think the writers are probably the epitome of people who push themselves. I mean, a good writer, and maybe all writers, uh, any number of writers that have come to our festival, and certainly the big guns that we both love and admire, clearly they had to confront themselves. They had to really look in the mirror, if you know what I mean, and turn the gaze back on themselves and say, whoa, what am I doing here? Can I really say this? Can I get away with this? What is this going to do for me? What is this going to do for the world when I let this child out? You know, like, am I going to create a monster here? Or am I going to... And, of course, you see what happens. I mean, look at the... Look at Joyce. Mm -hmm. You know, we keep coming back to Joyce, but, I mean, he still, after how many years? He died in 41. He's still the most... one of the most controversial writers uh, in the world. Salman Rushdie. He writes a book and suddenly, you know, as a result of pushing the envelope, it's not safe for him to travel. So 
pushing the boundaries, like discovering who you are and what you're capable of. That's the connection. And maybe, I've never said this before, but I, it could be that, like I want to publish at some point. I mean, I write every day. And it could be that, I used to think as a young journalist when I'd interview rock stars and, and you know, the, the latest uh, cultural phenomenon, I used to think that, well, <clears throat> maybe interviewing Robert Fripp or John McLaughlin, I might, if, if I get close to him, he might impart some of his wisdom on me. And there is some of this, because I also do believe that there is a teacher and student relationship at work at all times. The world has something to teach me, you have something to teach me, and, and I think perhaps I have something to teach you. So how you enter into a relationship with a person and all of those things, I think we'll give you an insight. I mean, this is the point. We're not treading water here. You're either going forward or you're going backwards. Moving forward and achieving. Achieving wholeness mm -hmm. is really what it's about. And there you've got on your table here Deirdre Bear's uh, book on Jung. Joyce, you know, they looked at his work and uh, Jung apparently upset Joyce to no end because he didn't get it, according to to Joyce, but Beckett was happy to go for two years and more uh, seeing this uh, analyst, and it helped him. So I think writers' festivals, reading the newspaper, traveling, all of this for me is uh, uh, hopefully uh, a broadening of my understanding of who this is that is making judgments, who it is that's making decisions, and am I doing the right thing? Am I informed enough? I mean, I think there's an awesome responsibility that we have, and we see this. I mean, this year's festival, I think, our Earth Day event is huge in terms of the people we're bringing and the focus we intend to to bring. You know, again, this is man as a social animal now we're talking about, and, and I'm very interested in that too. So let's let's talk then about this year's festival then because that was a lovely segue that you <laughs> provided and and I suppose maybe I should have done the work but you did it for me so I appreciate that. <laughs> so let's make ourselves aware of what's coming up in the next two weeks. Oh well in the next two weeks well starting on 17th of April well I, what's so beautiful about the festival uh, is that it's bookended by poetry and uh, we've got I think two arguably two of the best people writing in English today, Ken Babstock and uh, Paul Muldoon. These are giants. And uh, Muldoon is uh, middle-aged now. He's won the Pulitzer Prize and a number of other big prizes, and he's doing all well, kinds he of... And he studied at the, at the knee of uh, Seamus Heaney, the gr one of the greatest poets ever. That's right. He just happens to be Irish, too. Yeah, Jeez, let's not hold this against him. No. And he's giving a talk on uh, on Beckett as well as part of our Beckett Fest. So without jumping around too much, I think the the, the poetry with Ken Babstock and Paul Muldoon and uh, George Elliot Clark. You know, when he found out, he at first said, "No, I'm 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 in Tahiti. I won't be able to make this Spring Fest." And then we said, "Well, oh, that's too bad because um, Paul Muldoon is coming." And he paused and said, "I'll be there." So he's cutting his vacation short to read on the same program. We've got some spirituality there, and I'm happy about that. Uh, Tom Harper uh, is, to me, one of the great contemporary thinkers. He's uh, deconstructing the whole Jesus myth. 
for if if anyone can do the deconstruction with some authority, it's him. Yeah, yeah, and he's still a believer for sure. He just doesn't believe, if I'm reading him correctly, that Jesus, the way the Christians want us to, or the fundamentalists want yeah. us to, or the church, the church, the or he's come through his own way to where many of us have come who grew up very attracted to religion. It's like, whoa, the doctrine is supposed to be a map. It's not supposed to be a straitjacket. Yeah. Of course, we find ourselves a literal, a literal straitjacket. It's poetry. Yeah. Bloom will tell you yeah. that. I mean, yeah. read the Psalms and you're just going to get blown away. Read some of the Gospels and any of the Bible and see it as a work of, of art and fiction. And, uh, and affirmation and uh, all sorts of yeah. beneficial results from reading them. We've also got on the spiritual side of things, we've got Tim Ward coming in, who's a repeat offender at the festival. He's looking at the uh, goddess and the feminine side. He's convinced that uh, the world needs, and men especially, need to discover the goddess within, and then we can you know, start running the world or participating in the world in a, in a much more positive way. And of course, the Beckett, we wanted to get more money to do some plays, uh, but we, the Irish government, uh, you know, said, no, no, boys, let's just do this and that. So we've got some films and some readings and the Paul Muldoon talk. Our environment, the best, I think the best book out there, Tim Flannery's uh, book, The History and Future Impact of Climate Change, uh, it's called The Weathermakers. See, that this is where, where, where nonfiction, I think, can be a work of art. Because what he's done, in my estimation, is he's taken the science. I mean, it's a complex thing. Mm. If you well, look, it's, and it's debatable, too. That's the whole thing about it. It's, uh, it's complex, but it's, uh, it's almost like the Bible, in a way. You can argue on both sides of it. Do you think so? I mean, I'm, I am convinced that we are having a detrimental impact on the universe and on the planet but uh, there are those that are knowledgeable that are not as convinced and so I guess we should keep an open mind like I mean just for example water we know that rivers there's a guy uh, Fred Pierce when the rivers run dry again a nice work of art he, he he's going to be at the festival yeah yeah and he's talking about the rivers, like the Ganges River and the Rhine River and the Liffey River in, in Dublin, where, well, I mean, that's such a powerful image of the river running to the ocean, and they're drying up because we're taking the water, you know, as we're brushing our teeth. I mean, on the sm small level, we, we, you know, we just Even let it run. And then to produce feed for cows that we then eat, it's like 2,000 gallons for hamburger yeah. so you kind of think it is a renewable resource but in the context of the heating of the warming of the planet it won't be so the line between non-renewable and renewable is uh, is disappearing and I, I love to you know bring some of these people uh, and in in conjunction with Earth Day I mean that's a, that's yeah. a nice uh, Every day should be Earth Day, but they just happen to call it, uh, what is it, the 20, 22nd. 22nd of yeah. April? Yeah. yeah. So Wayne Grady's there, Terry Glavin, and of course Elizabeth May, um, Fred Pierce. Elizabeth May of the Sierra, Sierra Club. Yeah, yeah. she's local. She's really. a local lady, yeah, yeah very yeah. fine uh, worker. Yeah. Anyone else? 
Or have we sort of covered the, the lineup to, to, to a good extent then? Well, we've also got, I just have to mention uh, a, a, the surprise of the festival. It's a, a new group called Diesel and Wittershins. And I'm not going to say anything more, but uh, you have to come out on Thursday, April the 20th at 7 o'clock. It's part of the Beckett 100 festival. Also, Paul William Roberts. Here's a man that can spend years in India with a spiritual master. He can then take a trip that the Magi took from Iran all the way through, you know, the star, We Three Kings from the Orient, following the star to the Bethlehem. He's taken this trip and um, he's reissuing that book with a new uh, couple of editions and uh, stuff. Fascinating guy. He is also one of the most astute reporters. He was in Iraq when the uh, when the bombs started, and he came out with a book a couple of years ago called A War Against Truth. He is uh, very controversial and, and uh, obviously not a friend of those who consider this war in Iraq and Afghanistan and wherever else. You know, he's... Uh, He's got a lot to say about that. So he's coming in to talk about uh, the impossible logic of war. And I'm hoping that we can really have him, because uh, he's doing two events. He's going to talk about the, the spiritual side of life and then also talk about how it is that as sentient beings, you know, we've got the fate to some extent of the damn planet in our hands and we're behaving like um, it's just a game. So we're going to get into it. I'm hoping to interview, do that uh, one myself and uh, look at war. I'm not a pacifist by any means, but I, I do think that before we invade or get into killing and taking lives, we have to be absolutely sure, like maybe the Second World War. Yeah, when it's a real threat. Yeah. This guy was certainly had desires to, to do some nasty things, and so he needed to be stopped. Otherwise, you know, we should try and talk about it. And that's why festivals are so good. You know, bring people together. Let's talk. Let's use diplomacy. If we respected each other's opinion and uh, weren't trying to change people's minds, but rather just say, there's my point of view and here's your point of view, hey, they can live together and take this all the way down the line so that there is no racial or religious or economic uh, disparity because that's all in your head. So that sounds like another uh, another one of your motivations behind doing the festival. Yeah, I want to really save the world or change the world like many, many people do. It's, it's pretty pretentious, but I think it's very, you know, the people who deny that they, you know, like people like Paul William Roberts and, and Tom Harper who clearly are in the business of entertaining but illumining as well. They've got things that they hope will maybe give you a broader insight and motivate you to do something. Yeah, they might deny that they are trying to change the world, but I think if we change ourselves, you know, we are changing the world one step at a time. Well, it sounds like, Neil, once again, you've pulled together a, a fascinating combination of the, of the literary and the political and the, the important I'm really looking forward to this uh, this event, and I, uh, I hope all of our listeners uh, attend and absorb and change 
their lives as a result. I'm convinced that that uh, reading and writing too, I think they, they go together. Um, if we spent more time reading and writing, we certainly wouldn't be getting into the trouble we're in now. And uh, that, that's for another conversation, but I, I'll just finish on the note of that I think it's significant in our 10th year, 11th year, we're taking it to the streets because I'm giving a workshop at Centre 454, which is um, part of the that whole Shepherds of Good Hope mission complex down in, in uh, Lower Town. I'd love to get some local writers here, you know, uh, involved, and uh, it's it's uh, it's a whole new ball game when you see uh, people who are homeless and articulate. Mm -hmm. I mean, many of them are living at the extreme. Yeah, living on the edge. People who have, you know, had jobs and families, and uh, for one reason or another, uh, are now so marginalized that they 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 can't sustain a, a dwelling let's let's do a let's do something on that specifically okay yeah, yeah. let's do that mm -hmm. and uh, um, but for now thank you very much uh, for your time and best of luck with the festival thanks for having me Nigel I've been talking with Neil Wilson who is the founder and director of the Ottawa International Writers Festival